Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the OXS Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode 18. Dance all of me everything. Dance all of me everything. Dance all of me everything. Junglist. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's episode 18. Corona still there. We're there under a curfew right now, a nightly curfew. The Prime Minister has given us a nightly curfew, which is fine for me because I'm at home basically by 8 o'clock anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But um, again, I want to big up our government. They've been doing such an amazing job of um, just giving us awareness and preparation and everything to do with corona you know corona is just it's mashing up people's lives but at the same time it's also giving family time and building people so i just want to you know give a shout out again as i did in the last podcast to those that have no jobs or temporarily out of work to just hold tight i know it's hard to say but i'm just still giving you some positive energy 2020 is still my year and i'm gonna keep that energy going guys we are listening to vibes cartel dark soul can't stall this is one of my favorite songs it makes me happy it gives me it just makes me feel so good and upbeat and as i said to the producer tj i don't think this will ever die ever ever die it's one of those dancehall classics anyway speaking of cartel he went live or supposedly went live on russians instagram i don't know what you're doing cartel i know that you, i know that you like for kind of coming other people and things but and have some fun and share with us but bro i just wanted you to lay it down lay low i don't want them people to trouble you inside or anything like that so just take it from me your sister i love you still anyway speaking of life everybody and their grandmother has been on instagram live to the point where some people annoy me because i don't know why you're popping up every blood clot minute me tired me tired for see you but the one of the best things is the djs the real djs that are coming out and giving people some classic spinning big up Derek D nice he came back in he beat he teach and now he's at 1.8 million people I also want to big up Questlove because you know why Questlove gave us some wicked reggae mixes for those that don't know Questlove's from the roots and he plays out very regular in Brooklyn if you're in Brooklyn um and I've gone to a couple of his jams and they're just dope. Like the man knowing reggae music, he appreciates it. He mixes so well. Um, so follow Questlove or follow The Roots on YouTube so you can get some of his wicked mixes. It's just, it's so cool. And what's so cool is that these old school DJs are actually beating and teaching the younger guys because they're giving us feel good music. They're giving us music that makes us feel good. It's good for the soul. It's good. You know, you can just eat that with some macaroni cheese or some good bowl of soup, some good, you know, like it's just soulful 
soulful music that just makes you feel good, as I said. Um, another person that's doing very well from the dancehall era, Tony Mataron has like so much people tuning in to his, his live. Um, I tuned in a couple of days ago and I was like, yeah, Maggie's son, yeah, do well. So big up Maggie, big up Mataron, D-Nice, Questlove. There's so many of you out there that are doing good music, beating and teaching and, and just letting people feel a little bit happy during this horrible, horrible time of COVID. All right, then let's get into the meat of the matter. As I always say, this interview is long coming. It's been so long. I have sat down and had a reasonings with my brother, Cardinal Official, Canadian, Jamaican, Jamaican, Canadian. It's just, this man is just full of so much knowledge and, um, I just wanted to just speak to him so that people can find out a little bit more about Cardi and how his brain ticks and what he's up to and a little bit of history on him. So check out this interview, Reasons with Odessa with Cardinal Official. in the house and I am talking to someone that kind of coined or popularized this word of T-Dot and it's not Drake guys for those that are not that educated. I'm talking to family, friend, homeboy, everything, Cardinal Official. Yes, me and Cardi, they're underwear whites and it's, you have to tell them in it Cardi, it's overproof white rum, right? Listen, first of all, can you hear the, the, um, the yeah. ice of clean corn in Yeah, there? man, real Jamaican um, team. So here's the thing. I didn't even know that there was any other type of rum until I became of age. And people, when people would turn up their nose when I put whites in everything, they're like, how could you drink that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, because here's the thing. So we'll just start at, at, the, very, at the very beginning. I literally... Um, was the first from um, from my family to be born in Toronto. So my mom, wow. mom and dad always used to say, "You're made in Jamaica, but born in Toronto." So nice. It was the first. <clears throat> it was the first. First, like um, during them times in the when did they come up here? I think they came up here in the in the seventies. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a um, prime minister named it was a Trudeau the Trudeau the current the current prime minister. His father was the prime minister uh. at the time, and yeah, and what he was doing. He's a if you study him, so he was a real 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 great man who really believed in the power of immigration. Um, he also you know understood the value of people that came from other countries that contributed to to Canada's culture, to their economy, the whole nine yards. What happened was in, in my family, you know, my mom, <clears throat> my mom was born in Kingston, but um, she was raised in St. Mary in a little place named Clonmel. Yeah. And then uh, my dad was born, born and raised in Ochi before he came up here. So when they, when my family, you know, both my mom's side and my dad's side, when some of them started to, to come up here, they had like, um, they were, some of them were teachers, nurses, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
different 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 professionals that came up here. So some went to Toronto, some went to Chicago, New York, Florida, and London. You know what I'm saying? London and London, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's how that's how I ended up. That's how I ended up here. But my dad, in particular, not to say that others weren't, but he was. I always grew up like as soon as school was finished, we always. Just went and I just spent summers in Jamaica. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like and my upbringing. It was, yeah, man. So it was just really a thing to where, like, for me, um, the you know, my dad always wanted for me to know my culture, know my heritage, um, and it was always an important thing for us never to lose the yard side. Because I have, listen, I have some, and no disrespect to them, I have some cousins. And family members that were born in Jamaica, but they do not participate in anything Jamaican per se, except for a little one-two jerk pork or, you know what I'm saying? Like, ray, ray, ray. But when it comes to them, like, keeping in touch with Jamaica and what go on in the yard and the culture and the ray and the ray, they might be Jamaican by their birth surfing ticket, but, but not you know what I'm saying? That's really spirit. it. Right. So I, th- I for, think the so coronavirus me, is changing that, though. Well, I hope so. I hope so. The funny thing is, I'm on a I'm on a um a big group chat with with um with a bunch of my family members, and to be honest, like this is the only time I can think of that this many of us were in the same vicinity dealing with the same thing at the same time. Wow. Because when it's weddings, funerals, whatever. Or even when we all go into our little splinter groups, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I go hang with my cousins over here, I go par with my uncles, or you know what I'm saying? Like these guys hang with these guys. But yeah, man, like this corona thing, it's really it's really doing a global reset, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? On 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 a macro level and a and a micro level as well. So what yeah. is what is your favorite the thing? Has me um, philosophizing. No, that's good, man. That's what I want people <laughs> to know a bit more, like more to who is Cardinal Official. This is why we, when I first reached out to you, I was like, everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, I want I want to talk to mostly people of my generation, my age group, because I feel that today's society, like the Gen Xers, not the Gen Xers, we're the Gen Xers, but the millennials and the ones after them, is it Z or whatever, they don't really know what we really did and our generation and how we always pay homage to who was before us and et cetera, et cetera. But let me go back. Like, what is the best thing about growing up of Jamaican descent? For you, choose one thing. You can do two or three. Me no mind. Me no mind. Um, you know what it is. I don't. Is a there is a a vibe and an energy that has only the only similar thing has been when I touch back to the continent. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see where you come from and you're like, ah, this is where we get it from. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Growing up, growing up and like, it doesn't matter what, here's the thing. 
You see, when I came, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but it's easier to sum it up like this. When I did Bacardi Slang, mm-hmm. Bacardi Slang was a tune. It was my first song that I did when I got signed to a major, when I got signed to MCA Records out of America. Mm-hmm. And I got my first big record deal, right? Mm-hmm. And my brethren, Solitaire, produced the rhythm for Bacardi Slang. So Solitaire is of Grenadian descent. Mm-hmm. And most of, my, most of my crew from them times until now, most of the crew... Is born somewhere in the Caribbean, or we're first <clears throat> first generation, um, uh, you know, Caribbean Canadian. So anyway, when I did Bacardi slang, I remember, like for for me, even I didn't even really at the time the diaspora and how it would affect everybody everywhere. Right. And Bacardi slang was one of my most treasured things that I that I did because when I went to America and you know I went on several tours I remember Caribbean people from every city coming to the shows and and telling me how like it was for them it was like one of the best things ever because you know for me in Toronto all right from a hip-hop perspective, if I'm thinking hip-hop centric, I'm like, <clears throat> I need for people to understand what makes my city unique. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Toronto is just like Brooklyn and London and wherever, we had a large population of Caribbean people that lived over here. So our slang that we dealt with, it's Caribbean slang, but obviously with a touch of with a touch of foreign lingo. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's it well, comes I would from say your, I would say less uh, Caribbean slang, because I don't I find mm-hmm. the word Caribbean Slightly mm. little tad, like no, it's not fully Caribbean. It's more Jamaican because the culture is, is the culture it, it of is. Jamaica is so dominant, and we're not yeah. dissing our other islanders like brethren. We're not dissing you, or I'm not dissing you per se. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really the Jamaica. Growing up UK, the Jamaican culture was the most yeah. dominant. The Jamaicans were the ones that were put on the parties. They cooked the best. They, you know. You know, I had grew up with yeah. my aunties from Grenada, my aunties from Guyana, Barbados, wherever. Okay. And they would grow yeah. up around, come to my granny house and Daphne, we want you to cook this or we want you to cook that. It was, and it was <laughs> always, it was, you know, you learn about their culture, just the way they talk and everything. But like my generation, the slang, the swag, the yeah. street is all Jamaican. Because mm-hmm. when I come yeah. back to Jamaica and I see the, Everything that I go on Yasso for my holidays yeah. is, is uh-huh. Jamaican. But I think we no, say Caribbean up. because we when we're up when well, we're up there yes, we have to be one. Correct. We have to be one as well. Because we're all in the same boat, mm-hmm. being Guyanese, Jamaican, Barbadian or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I, I am on this thing now of like we need to pay more homage to really where it came because you can't say to an African that's yeah, like African yeah. and that's not, yeah, that's yeah, Nigerian yeah. or that's Yoruba and that's, you know, Senegalese, you know, like Jalof. You can't yep. tell them about their Jalof. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, this yeah. is Senegalese Jalof. True. This is Ghanaian Jalof. <laughs> no, I mean, Cameroon, I should say. Mm-hmm. Cameroon, um, Ghanaian and Nigerian. It's all different. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. feel we need, we, I, I want us to kind of break that barrier. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But but you know what? Going <clears throat> again, going going deep with it, loose talk. A lot of the other islands also hold a grudge against Jamaica because we didn't join into the union, and there's several different like socio economic 
reasons as to why they bad mind us. But culturally, they under, they understand that we have been the dominant island full stop in yeah, the sentence. It's just you know like it's just like Africans and, and Nigerians. Uh, <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. the same thing like Niger people, you know. Nigeria is the most dominant country with the most people in Africa. And they produce the yeah. most and culturally they've been given the most you know, sold the most culturally anywhere else, you understand? So mm-hmm. it's it's the mm-hmm. same it's the same vibe, you know. I said to Marshall or in Ghana, Marshall was like it wasn't Marshall, it was Marshall's manager, Che. And he was like Che, big yeah, up Che. Big up che. <laughs> and Che was like, Yo, Odessa, everywhere I go, like somebody I say, I'm Trinidadian and the Ghanaians are like, That's near Jamaica, right? And he's like Oh, I feel so gutted. And I'm like, Jay, just work with it, no man. We're the most dominant culture. You have to work with it, Bridget. When you, you know, just you once you guys it, accept it and work with it, that will make everybody feel more as one. We know, say, we can't play our artists, steel pan like, oh no, like Trinidad. There's different things that Trinis do and, and we accept that's yeah. what you're good at. Just just accept what we're good at, no man. And, and, and done. Yeah, yeah. man. For, listen, for, for sure. But, Trying to go back and answer um, answer your your question. The the unspoken understanding that you are who you are and nobody can tell you nothing. So when when you when you forward a New York, when you go to Los Angeles, when you go to Italy, when you go to China, when you go to Ray, mm. and you go so, let, let me show you let me show you something more. When um. I don't even realize that I have a quote unquote accent. I'm I'm thinking that I'm speaking the Queen's English, you know. The <laughs> other day I went to LA and I went to, to I went to the um uh the booking agency, I went to the uh CAA mm-hmm. and I was leaving a meeting that I had and the receptionist said, Yo, you're Jamaican? I said, why do you ask? She's like, I hear the accent. I'm like, what accent do you hear? The thing is, wherever you go on this planet and some you you meet somebody else that is Jamaican or of Jamaican descent. Mm. No matter where you go, we know it's like superpowers, and that's what that's what I love. Yeah, because you see all what's going on in music right now. Yeah, all how it doesn't matter who, all how they you know they try and call the thing dance, how they try and call it tropical yeah. house or this or that or Afro beats versus dance Let me show you something. I've never <laughs> listen. I've never heard. Or at least not in a long time. I've never heard a dancehall artist um, take up too many like African lingo and throw it in at the dancehall. But I've heard plenty of Afrobeats artists that I thought were Jamaican just because of the patois where they might chat mm. or like, you, you understand what and I'm saying? And slang and, and the swag is, and everything. It's just like yeah. the way they walk, it's their yeah. mannerism. And they say, no, it comes from Africa. I'm like, brethren. No, it don't come. It, that is this is this is something that is us, uniquely and yeah. essentially us. It's not you know like yeah. things that we eat might be the same, and you know like when we kiss with Tito, we go eh, eh, and them kind of little little things. But <laughs> you know, ah, you know, it's certain mm-hmm. little things that we have the mm-hmm. same. But nobody has a swag. <laughs> No Yo, other nation what, what, have what we have what when built it comes us, to No, man. What built us is um is is unique. You know what I'm saying? What made Jamaica, literally, historically, what made Jamaica Jamaica 
is not the same. I, listen, even when I was in university and I took um, a course called, uh, well, again, uh, something of the cultures of the oppressed. Mm. And it was a deep dive study into like what went into the different islands, what went into the different um, places that were affected by the transatlantic slave trade. Mm-hmm. And it's like Jamaica, we have a very unique History, like culturally, our people are different from Bayesians. When you go to Trinidad, I didn't even understand and understand like like even their economy is different because mm-hmm. of the oil. When you mm-hmm. go to Trinidad, when you, every place has has their thing that makes them them, mm-hmm. and what makes Jamaica people you know, it 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 makes sometimes people are very sometimes they're jealous, they're bad mind or whatever. But yo, like ultimately. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One people, and we have a very distinct culture, and that is our superpower. Mm-hmm. And that's that's prop thing that I love about my about my people no matter where we go the good and the, the yeah, good, the and, good the and the bad Every, I don't you know mind, what I'm saying I don't mind being it. unruly because that unruliness of Jamaicans yeah, that was sent here from the Americas is what makes us uniquely us from being West Africans and then coming over and then it's just the unruliness is something that's good and bad you know but I think it's what makes mm-hmm. us somewhat unique out of everybody anyway I like yeah, that. Man. I like and that. And the people them don't even understand the la- the la- the last thing is when people understand people know about the maroons and so forth. Mm. But what they don't even understand is the real connection that Canada and Jamaica has because when Jamaica them um when the slaves them revolted and so forth and went up into the hills and mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. When they actually did catch them, they sent them to Canada. Ah. So Yeah, they sent them to the East Coast, to Nova Scotia. So the first black community in North America was in Canada. And those people came from Jamaica. See? Yeah, man. So trust me. education Uh, and reason, man. I love it. Yeah, man. So uh, trust me, the other day, a friend of mine who's a director, she went to do something in Jamaica. And she told me, like, just... Long story short, is a Rasaman took her to one of the underground caves where the slaves them used to go and hide out. Mm-hmm. And I remember because she's very, if you know anything about the Scotians up here, they're very, very proud, proud, proud of their mm-hmm. Scotian heritage. Mm-hmm. But the real ones also understand that they know that they came from Jamaica. So when she went to Yard and she went and she touched the walls and she's like, "Yo, this is the first time that I feel like I'm home." Wow. And Wow. That was a that was a powerful, powerful thing. So yeah, man, there's a strong connection between Jamaica and Canada. You know what I'm saying? What what's the vibe like in Canada right now? It's what's going on with Corona. Because in Jamaica, it's still like a sense of peace. And I know you're up in the bush, you're not really in the city right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what's what's the what's the vibe or the feedback you've been getting from people um up in Canada? It doesn't matter if it's west or, or east. Just with the whole, just with the whole Corona thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada. The one thing I like about Canada, you know, <clears throat> some people don't understand why I never moved permanently to America or anywhere else is mm-hmm. because, for the most part, the only thing is 
is the winter, the cold. Yeah. But besides the winter, Canada is one of the greatest places to live, to raise a family. And this country here also, not saying that there, that racism doesn't exist and systemic racism and prejudice and so forth, but it is a place where you can be who you are. You can live your culture out to the fullest every day, raise your children the whole nine yards, and it's a place of opportunity, but not a place that, that in exchange for opportunity, cuts you off at, at the knee. Right. So Canada, e- even if you look at the coronavirus and you see where we list in terms of amount of people affected, mm-hmm. we're like number 14 or something. Mm. And Canada is a very, very, <clears throat> it's a very big place, but at the same time, we just move differently, and that's why we haven't had as many people affected. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, mentally um, and, I, and, and affected as well. It's not they're not. Yeah, so man, we're just different. And when you when you look at what's going on in New York, I was talking to um, big up my brother, Virgin uh, Kirk. Um, Kirk has a management and label company called Bad Habit. That's mm-hmm. what Burner Boy Burner Boy signed to right. Kirk and, and Matthew, and. I was talking to Kirk two Saturdays ago. No, last Saturday when Kenny Rogers died. Yeah. And Kirk said, (laughs) Joe, Kirk said, yo, what is with Jamaicans and their love of country Western bad man? He's like, yo, historically from the Westerns to country music, he's like, and he's from New Zealand. He's like, I don't understand. I said, I don't know. Jamaicans just love bad man, period. We so just like gun, bad man we- culture. <laughs> Whether it's kickers, it. kung fu. Yeah. Or country or Western. <laughs> Whether you get a whether you get a side is a side foot thing or is a go, is a, a, a side gun thing. <laughs> we in there, but so he he went. You know he's on quarantine, self quarantine, mm-hmm. and he went to go to the grocery store. And he said to me, "Yo, Cardi, I don't understand what's going on in New York. He lives in Brooklyn in the heart of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, the, he's like, yo, the Jamaicans just set up a sound system in the park, and they're all <laughs> gathering playing Kenny Rogers." In the park, like say Corona's not going on. He's like, "What is wrong with your people?" I said, "Yo, uh, yo. yo, we hardy as you know." I saw no, we time. love we love like, a Kenny Rogers though, you know. Oh my we gosh! A, if we love a Kenny, we Rogers. love a Kenny. I was blessed to work with Kenny when he did a show here. I was like, they hired me to oh, work wow. with him as um, his uh, what do you call it? Like his go-to person, I can't remember the technical word. Liaison, yeah, liaison. So Kenny was just like, "Odessa, I want to see where the real people come from." I said, "What? You want to go ghetto?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "I heard of this place called Tivoli Gardens." I'm like, "What the fuck you know about Tivoli?" He goes, "Yeah, I want to go there." So I'm like, all right, then we're going to go, Kenny. We took drove him through and made a few calls and. He went, you know, wow. before we were going to Morgan's Harbour for dinner and everything. But Kenny was just the man. He was just, he was very in tune with everything that's going on. But he was shocked when he first came to Jamaica to know how loved he was 
Um, yeah, he didn't really yeah. know how loved he was and how country music affects us and how everybody grew up listening to country and western, whether you liked it or not. And then after that, he came back. He was like, "Yo, he's just you know a bit more Jamaicanized and everything." But mm. he's just he was just the, I taught that's, him the shankle so dip, <laughs> like the dance of shankle dip. <laughs> I taught. We ate. We we have a love for quarter pounders, so that was when McDonald's was around. We ate quarter pounders, and the man was just oh, nice. Wow. Him having a young wife and family was just good. Okay. A family man, and he was just dope. So rest in peace, Kenny. Yo, Kenny let me show you, yo, let me show you something without exposing certain people in my family too tough. Mm. Um, big up, big up my cousin Bush Tiger, but like Bush Tiger is, he's you know. Anyway, Bush Tiger is somebody you can tell by his name, you know who he is. But Bush, Bush Tiger. Tiger called me and him said to me, Yo, cause you can't yo, you can't believe send me number one artist. <laughs> yo, when I say when I am in Jamaica and we're driving going from um wherever we're at, going from Ochi, going to town or whatever. You know what's going what's going on in the car. The man have about twelve CDs Mm-mm. of Kenny Mm-mm. and Kenny alone Mm-mm. is beer Kenny. And the whole time I'm getting a lecture. Cause you hear what the man say? You hear what Kenny say? I'm just like, yo, <laughs> family. But that's how we lo- that's how we love Kenny, you know. That's Jamaicans how we love, love Kenny Rogers. Love, but they love love music. They love music that speaks yes, to man. their soul and that they can connect with and why we're different yes man <laughs> different but back to the back just to let you know the vibe up here is people are actually for the most part not not all not all the way but most of the people that i know at least within my circle of friends and family haven't left we haven't left the gates in like two two weeks some of us even yes. more than two weeks That's yeah cr- like i haven't the, yo, the only place i went is um to the grocery store um, you know what I mean? By three loaf of hard of bread throw two in the freezer. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like just made sure that I have we have we have a couple tin of the things that we need there. to cook and yeah man, and then that's it. Like I yo, honest you know, give thanks that you know I have a nice little piece of land so me yeah. and the wife and the youths then we can run around on the land and we're not coop up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like a little you know, yo, I feel I feel for the man them in the UK, okay. You know what little piece of patch you know call backyard over there, so like I've got and I think I have a yo. big backyard in London because we've done bashment mm-hmm. parties and everything out there. The ones that have the little one square, it's rough. It's rough, it's rough. Yeah, it's man, rough. it's rough. And most of the people I know have you know what I mean, they have the little maybe 20 by 20 and they're like yeah man <laughs> but i'm like nah family like Bruff, i couldn't live i couldn't i don't know you're it's recently not, you're recently you in london though. though right yeah yo let, let me show you something i was i was at the same event that idris was at the same event. if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Event that the Prime Minister's wife was at. And, you know, I'm talking to Idris maybe a week after on the Sunday. Me and him talking on the Sunday. And then the Monday I wake up and pure be- uh, people texting me, yo, you don't see what happened to your friend? 
I'm like, what are you talking about? And I see the man saying, I have Corona, I'm missing mirrors. <laughs> because you? I literally was just parting with him in London. So yeah. now I'm starting to freak out a little bit, but... You know, God is good, yo. Like, not a one, not a symptom. Nothing. My kids, them are good. Wife, good. good. Mother-in-law, she was here for a while. She's good, so. You just, you just. You know, thank God. Drinking your, yeah, your whites that, and you tea them. Well, here's, here's the other thing is, you know, the media up here tried to, tried to clown my brethren director X the other day because I saw, he went on his socials I and he was, that. yeah, and he was telling people, yo, stock up, make sure you have your, your, your garlic, your turmeric, mm-hmm. your, you know, your Ray, Ray, Ray. And you already know, like I have my, you know, my moringa tea mm-hmm. with cinnamon, mm-hmm. turmeric tea, ginger, everything. Like I, I have everything stocked up, um, but yeah, that's that's you know that's that was that's some what idiot thing that they tried to do with Dex. That was just like big yeah, up, man, big they up tried our to, friend they tried to clone X, him, But that's the but, and you, and you see, people don't know X is a Trini. Yeah, they don't know X is a Trini. <laughs> like that's is the majority. Yo, a lot of the people, a lot of the people, not even just up here in America too. Because side note, <clears throat> when you start to do your history and you find out. All of the legendary people in America who actually have Caribbean roots. It's crazy. It's, it's no, mud. it's really, but, really, really crazy. You know, I was talking to Pete Rock like it, a couple of weeks to, ago. Y- and Pete was like, ah, he don't want to be okay. here. Pete's Jamaican. And he's like, you know, Odessa, you're right. You told me this. Mm-hmm. The last time I come that I need to invest in property here. And he he has to do it because him no one day America yep. with while this thing is happening. Mm-hmm. Right, guys that's it um I had to pause and cut because our interview was so long and so we had so much to talk about that I have to do it in two parts so episode 19 is part two of this interview with Cardinal Official and that means it's the end of the podcast so I would like you guys to not forget to subscribe rate and share this podcast with everybody that you know especially you Canadians. I want you guys to really share this. All right. I'm your host, Odessa. Linkage laters. Peace. This podcast was also brought to you by Ideas Evolution Jamaica. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again, because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.